Welcome to the Shooting the Cue podcast, presented by Heat Riles Barbecue, with tips, tricks, and an inside look with some of the top pitmasters in the game. Now here's your host, Heath Riles. Welcome back to Shooting the Cue, everybody. Today I'm joined by my lovely wife, Candace. How are you today, hon? I'm good. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm still uh, dragging my feet, too. It was a long, long trip to Orlando and back this past week. Yeah, so we, we were gone for seven nights, the longest we've been away from our baby. And then, so we went for, we went early for Chad's, the opening of Chad Ward's new location, I guess, Whiskey Bent Barbecue. Yeah, so Whiskey Bent Barbecue, for everybody that don't know Chad Ward, he is a director of marketing for Traeger Grills. Um, and so even before Chad took that job at Traeger many years ago, we were friends with Chad. I mean, just because of Whiskey Bent Barbecue, him, sent him on the circuit, us traveling to Florida, doing other events, things like that. And so he's had a store, like we said, for 10 years, but he found a bigger location. He went from, I think, about 1,000 or 1,500 square feet, something like that. I read that. I saw it posted on Facebook, but I don't remember the exact number. And now he's in like a ten or 12,000 square foot location total. The The showroom is not that huge. It's, it's really big, good size, yeah. but... They have a, a big, huge warehouse and a shipping facility. And what was really cool for, for me to see, we had been in Chad's store before and taught classes. I had. So he's got a full classroom that is huge, uh, sectioned away from the store where you can't disturb the store business. And I just can't wait to get down there and, and honestly host a class at Chad's new location. It should be a really, really good time. Yeah. So that's in Lakeland, Florida. I don't know if we said that for sure, but – yeah, so we did the grand opening there. Got to see a lot of old friends, new friends. I mean, what stuck out to you? Well, I mean, honestly, it's always a good time when you see Matt Pittman, Cosmo, uh, Burton Young, um, Amanda Reagan, Kendrick Barbecue, um, Chad, of course, uh, Julie. Um, Rogue Bagby, Bagby was there. Uh, and I'm sure I'm forgetting there, there were, were so many there. different just fans and, uh, you know, so many people thanking us for what we do in the industry. Uh, we even seen some of the high school barbecue teams that we have sponsored down there, one of the yeah. coaches. Yeah. Uh, we met some Publix buyers at Chad's store, which uh, hopefully that turned out, uh, you know, is going to turn into something good for us. Um, and so it was just a lot of networking and a lot of good experience at Chad's store. Um it was a long day. That grand opening went on for about, what, five or six hours, I guess, and they served food samples. and they had all kinds of samples. And, I mean, he did it right when we pulled up. They had valet out there. You could valet if you wanted. Uh, of course, he took advantage of that. But uh, Well, if there's a valet, I'm going to valet. <laughs> Let's go ahead and just set that standard now. If anybody offers a valet service, I'm not walking from way out in the parking lot. I'm going to go ahead and tip the gentleman. And park my car with the valet service. It's just that simple. So they had valet. They had lots of food all day long. Live they music. Had live music. Uh, cornhole. Cold beer. I mean. Plenty of cold beer. Yeah. And. Um, had a pool table in the back. They did have a pool table. And it was just. There were lots of people through there all day long. I felt like it was never slow. Like they were just. And I don't mean just like. Everybody there is guests, but, you know, the the general public really it, came out in support, I felt like. So, Chad's store was fantastic. We had a great time there, seeing everybody. Uh, like I said, uh, they really know how to 
throw a grand reopening, and I'm very proud for Chad and Nicole's success and able to move into a, a much larger venue and continue the growth of their business. So, you know, talking about Lakeland, let's talk about some of the food we ate in Lakeland. Yeah. We had some pretty decent recommendations we from did. Chad and several others. And uh, Friday for lunch, we had Harry's Seafood, which is right around the corner from the hotel. Um, and Harry's is just a small little restaurant, um, but it was almost like Irish themed, kind of in a way. Uh, no, it was it was like Cajun, Cajun, Cajun Creole, New yeah. Orleans type theme, um, and it was just like a really old school vibe in there. I felt like I don't know how to describe it, but. We really didn't know what to expect with it. I'll say that. I was kind of leery when we first walked in. It kind of gave a, um, I don't know, a different kind of vibe when we got there. They were kind of semi-busy because it was about two. It was a late lunch. It was like two or three. I thought they were very busy for it to be like a weird time like that, honestly. But I will tell you, the food that we've seen on other tables looked great, and the boudin balls, to me, were some of the best boudin balls I, I have them. ever had. You didn't, you didn't try them. I didn't try them. I'm not. They were so good. Not normal. I don't like boudin so usually. Good. We had fried green tomatoes too, and they were actually really good. I don't know if you. Really good. They had like, what did they have? Was it feta cheese or goat cheese on them? It had feta cheese. And some kind of sauce. I thought yeah. those were really good. They were really good too. I really All the food the was good balls. there. So, and then that night for dinner, we had Texas Cattle Company. Cattle Company. Which that was, was probably one of the best meals the whole time we were gone, in my opinion. Just flavor-wise. As far as old-school traditional yeah. steak, uh, we split a filet. Uh, we weren't, you know, both didn't want to order a big steak for dinner, so we split like a, what was it, 8-ounce filet or 12-ounce filet, 10-ounce, I don't even remember. But 10 or 12, I don't remember. But we split thing. it and ordered an extra salad and everything else, and I will tell you, that steak had a ton of wood flavor. It was simply seasoned, but the grilled-over wood, I can honestly say that it had a great taste to it. Um, I agree, and I, I'm usually kind of weird about when it comes to wood and that kind of thing, but it was just like the perfect amount, I felt like. It was it was great. And so, you know, talking about the next night, we went to a place called Francisco's. Or Fresco's. <laughs> Fresco's. <laughs> well, I totally screwed that one up. Fresco's. It was Fresco's. Well, we did I, have a server named Francisco's. Francesca later on in the trip. I guess but that's maybe what I was anyways. thinking about. Yeah, Fresco's. <laughs> Southern Kitchen and Bar. It was more or less a farm-to-table place. It and it was fantastic. It was. It was just like a local. We just randomly wandered upon it and decided to go. It was really good. The service was really good. Um, I think I had the meatloaf, which is kind of weird for me to order meatloaf. But it was it was like a fancy meatloaf. It wasn't just, you know. Yeah. Well, I actually had the burger, me yeah. and Logan both, and it was a huge hand-patted-out burger uh, on a brioche bun. It had bacon jam, pimento cheese, um, some kind of special sauce, but it was honestly just fantastic uh, to be a burger, and it made us go back the next morning for brunch, honestly. Yep. The manager recognized us. Yep. Uh, we had a different server, of course, and I will tell you, the, the server the night before was honestly – uh, Corey was his name, I believe. Maybe. I don't uh, remember. I think Corey was his name. I think you're But right. I know we tipped him very well. That gentleman. He was a good server. Very, very good server. And and when I find a server that is that knowledgeable, 
knows that much about the menu, can recommend things, describe things, it's hard for me not to tip that person. They've done their job. Um, I tip them well. I tip everybody, but tip them really well. Uh, but the food was fantastic. So talking about brunch the next day, um, I can't remember what I had. Um, I think I had pancakes, and they had. I do remember they had like a maple butter because I didn't even use syrup. I remember the maple butter they had was really good. I had the chicken and waffles. I remember now. It was like a artesian chicken and waffles almost. I don't think so. Am I getting that mixed up with another? Yeah, day? that was a different place that me you and oh, Logan. Oh no, that went. was the next day. Yes, <laughs> it was. I am getting mixed up now. <laughs> you always get mixed up. Well, we had so many different things. That was the the next day in Orlando. Yeah, I don't remember what I had for breakfast that morning. I don't know. The breakfast wasn't as memorable as the dinner, but it was still good. Oh, it was it great. Was, Farmer table place. I remember yeah. the jams and all was homemade, yeah. which way far above anything else. Yeah. So that Sunday we make our stretch back to Orlando after we have brunch yes. and get to our hotel. We can't check in yet. Of course, we head over to the trade show at the Orange County Convention Center. Once we found where we were Once supposed we to, found what huge. door we were supposed to go in, Gosh, you know, getting badges, getting this. It was kind of a headache, but we got there and found our stuff, um, our booth anyway, and our delivery guy had not made it with our pallet of product or anything yet. He had had a blowout. So we left and went to lunch and come back, and uh, by that time he was there and he had our product at our booth for us already. He wheeled it in there. Uh, he was a great driver and uh, got us taken care of. We set everything up. We rolled out, and Monday we didn't have to do anything but come back over to the show and and really just put the final touches on the booth. Yeah. And then, So Sunday uh, and Monday were set up, and the actual yeah. show didn't start till Tuesday. Tuesday. So we went Tuesday and Wednesday to the show and Thursday a half a day and then packed down what we we're going to pack down, uh, got it shipped back, and then jumped on an airplane and flew back on Friday. But backing up to talk about a, a few of the, the things at the Ace Hardware Trade Show, uh, just seeing a lot of our friends, uh, you know, Matt Pittman and Cosmo uh, were there and we had just seen them at um, Chad's grand opening. Uh, and then we had our other friends, you know, like Blues Hog, uh, Tim Shear, and Mark Bayless, and several of those guys. You had Truff Hot Sauce. You had Spiceology. Dan O's was right beside us. Dan was not there, but his uh, sales manager, Sean, was. Um, really, really great people. That was my first time really meeting any of those uh, those guys. Same way with the Spiceology. Bear people. and Burton were there for the trade show. Bear and Burton both was there. That's right. Bear come in. And Elliot. Uh, he come Max in. the meat guy was actually there for Max a minute the with, with uh, W Sauce guys. Well, Al Ferroni come in. Mike Starr from um, Blazing Star come in. I think he come in with Cosmo. Um, I never seen Mark Lambert, but I know he was there, and he lives right here where we're at. I think he was cooking for, for somebody there. Benny Kendrick was there uh, as well. Benny Kendrick. Uh, seen Alan Smith with Boards Night Out. I know him and Eric was there out there cooking. Uh, seen Craig Kimmel uh, with Firehouse Barbecue out of Florida. Uh, God, I could keep naming names. There were so many people we recognized. Drosco's sauce people were there. Drosco's sauce um, people. They yeah. weren't actually set up at the show, but they were just kind of walking around. And for the people that don't know Drosco's sauce, we hope to have it available on our website soon. Uh, they are from South Africa, and they have a really good uh, sweet Thai chili sauce that they make. They have a mild chutney, and they have a, a hot chutney. Um 
and I can tell you they are both fantastic on uh, meats and seafoods and, and things like that. Just incredible, incredible flavor. Um, you know, so talking about Monday after when we left for lunch, we kind of went over to um, – on Sunday we went to eat lunch where when we left the trade show. Yeah, we went over to... Um, uh, Sunday, we went to BJ's. I think it's just a chain. Yeah, it's a chain. It wasn't bad. Actually, Big Papa Smokers actually sells rub to BJ's chain and brew house. And so... um, I had some key lime lager beer or something that was was really weird. It tasted like apple juice to me. I don't know where the key lime came from, but it wasn't bad. Well, I had some fish and chips there. It was pretty good. Monday, we rolled over to Top Golf, and one guest that we did not talk about, we seen our buddy Bobby T. Yep. And so, him and his wife were actually in Florida at Disney on their anniversary. Yep. And so we invited them over to Top Golf with us, and we had a little team building uh, over at Top Golf with some of our people. And I uh, had a really good time, and I was actually hitting barefooted because I wore flip flops over to Top Golf. Yep. Um, That's my first time going to Top Golf. I've never, we don't. Well, I guess they're opening one here local to us, but it's not open yet. So, I so what was your experience at Top Golf? Uh, I enjoyed it. You know, I used to hit golf balls all the time, but I mean, haven't done it now in I don't know how many years, as you could probably tell. But uh, I think I got a little better as time went on than through the night. But I feel like we weren't really trying that hard. We were all just kind of swapping. I know. I would go back and play now for real, especially after barely getting beat. Uh, you know, I didn't know we were, like, really playing for I wasn't really for playing. For real. So, so. so I'm ready to go back now and let's, uh, you know, I'm ready to put on a show for y'all. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay. So we left there, and where did we hit? Where did we go to dinner at? We went to um, Rocco's Tacos. Rocco's night. Tacos that night. They had great margaritas, and the food was actually margaritas. really good. I thought. Uh, yeah, I thought the food. I, like the ta- Tex-Mex type. Food. I got some kind of shrimp tacos, and they were actually really spicy, but uh, they were good. They were just really spicy. Their tacos were kind of real traditional. Their hard shell tacos, which is kind of cool, uh, really good. And then Tuesday, uh, of course, we had the show all day long. Um, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. 6 p.m. And so on the show floor from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., we may have took a 20-minute break to grab some lunch, but when you're talking to as many vendors as we were talking to, it was kind of hard to even eat during all that. Yeah. Uh, so we left there and went back to the hotel and immediately left and went to dinner, and we went to Tuesday night we went to Ocean's Prime, correct? Yes, I think that's correct. And I will tell you, um, the waiter, Miguel, was great. He knew about barbecue because he had worked in a barbecue joint in Miami before. Um, The lobster mac and cheese was really good. It was a truffle mac and cheese. Lobster mac and cheese was really good. The calamari, the wedges were good. We had some good wine. Uh, That was a fantastic meal, Uh, just fantastic meal. So if you're ever down in the Orlando area, and want to check out a really, really good dining spot. Ocean's Prime is really, really good. Wednesday, uh, we left and went to Eddie V's. Yeah, we had the show again, full day. And then, yeah, we went to Eddie V. Is that show? We went there Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. And so we went to Eddie V's on Wednesday. And Eddie V's was good. Um, the seafood tower was. The appetizer. 
the appetizers were fantastic at Eddie V's. Uh, I don't know if they were just having a bad night or what, but our steaks and meal kind of come out before the salads and and everything else, and it kind of got mixed up. But but they made it right. Uh, good people uh, seemed to be turned out good. So Thursday we were back at the show, and the show luckily ended at noon on Thursday. Yeah. So. Um, and so we immediately, it didn't take us long to roll out, and we found a lunch spot at Chewy's, which was a Tex-Mex place. Yeah, and it's a, it's a chain. It's not like, you know, whatever, just there. But I'd been there before. It's really good. I like, they have good margaritas there. And I'm not even a big margarita person, but I think everything I had there was good, though. I thought it was very yeah, good. Yeah, it's just like Tex-Mex, I mean. nothing fancy. And then that night, we decided to go to Vito's Chop House. That's where Francesca was the waitress. That's where I got that mixed <laughs> up at. But I will tell you, the Vito's Chop House was 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 probably right there with the Ocean's Prime, in my opinion. It was really good. Um, what did you order? Wine. Every night. You had a lot of wine. You had a lot of wine. You did. You did have a lot of wine. Um, no, I ordered the, I guess it was like a rigatoni with a vodka sauce. Um, it wasn't the favorite that I've ever had of that dish, but it was, spicy to be a vodka it was sauce. pretty spicy and it did say that it was spicy. So I wasn't ordering it, not knowing that, but usually when they say a vodka sauce is kind of spicy, it's not that spicy. Um, that one definitely was, it was good. It just was not quite what I'm used to, I guess, but it was, it was good. So me and the other guys all ordered chicken parm after we seen it come out. And I will tell you, the chicken parm was larger than this sheet of paper right here. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, And she even tried to tell y'all like, that's a lot. Y'all are going to have a lot left. That's a whole lot. Yeah, that's a lot. And we you're like, oh, it. I want to order this. I want to order it. All three of y'all ordered it. We we it literally, literally this big. all three of us could have split that chicken pie. Yeah, and probably still had some left. And then they brought out some garlic cheese bread, which we oh, then very good. proceeded to cut open and put the chicken parm <laughs> on. And I will tell you, they need to serve that sandwich on the menu. It it The bread absolutely killed her with the chicken parm. It was really, really good really good but that was kind of the cap off to our orlando trip and then we got on a plane friday and come home uh but we had a great time at the ace event with uh with people it just it it's always great when you can see all your friends and and everybody else it's it's literally i think think it was a learning experience too so that was our first um official trade show first trade show doing it as Heath Rouse Barbecue, we've been with other partners along the way, kind of doing some stuff, but not ever fully on our own, like doing everything. So I think we learned some things, know what we can do better on our end. Next yeah, time. and, you know, talking about partners, both Yeti and Royal Oak was there. They had booths. Yeti Traeger had a, was there. Yeah, Traeger was there. Uh, Yeti had a <laughs> enormous booth. It was really nice, really thought out, really planned. Uh, Royal Oak had a regular booth like like ours, um, you know, charcoal's kind of straightforward. Traeger's was really thought out. Uh, Traeger's <laughs> I mean, was kind of thought out too. Matching jerseys one day they all wore, and then the next day they had other matching shirts. It was pretty cool. You could tell they had really put some thought into it. Well, they always do that yeah, every trade do. show. And they were the only ones that had beer for everybody at five o'clock. Thank no, Gonzi did. 
sorry. That's where the first beers come from the first I day. I didn't know that. My bad. I thought they yeah. both came from Traeger. The Gonzi Pizza Ovens. Gotcha. Well, I was not aware. I didn't I didn't get to walk around a lot. Well, I slipped off, and that's where that beer come from hmm. when I was there. Gotcha. You, know, you know me, I sniff that kind of stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy working. Somebody had to work. Uh, I was working, too. I was working, too. You know, but other than that, it was a great trip down to Orlando. Uh, always, like I said, seeing good friends and, and good times and good food uh, is always a good time. There's a lot of laughs that we probably can't talk about. We did, <laughs> but the one thing we didn't talk about that we said we were going to talk about, so there's the swing in Orlando that we drove by. What was it? I, we wrote it down. Um, the Star Flyer. So every time we would go somewhere, Uber, driving ourselves, whatever, the swing is just there, super high. Um, none of us rode it, but I said it's like 450 feet in the air, which it doesn't even sound like a lot, I feel like, but it was terrifying. I looking. would not get on that carnival-type swing <laughs> is what it looked like, a, a carnival swing, but it went up triple the amount in the air. It was so huge, and I just, I, no. I would be the dude they wrote about getting slung out of that thing <laughs> over there somewhere. Ended up in Miami. Yeah, ended slung up in Miami. Off, slung off in Orlando, ended up in Miami. <laughs> Blur runs through sky. <laughs> Everybody think flew. it's a, flew through sky. They think it's a falling star, right? We tried to get everybody to do it that we were with, and nobody would, would do it. Nobody but, had that courage. I didn't even have that liquid courage. I mean, it was too bad. No, it was it was really high up. Really, really high up. There's yeah. lots of things in Orlando to do. We didn't do any of that kind of stuff, but I guess it's just such a family-oriented place. Yeah, it is such a family-oriented place, um, no doubt. So that leads us into one of our favorite parts of the show, mailbag questions. <laughs> so let's answer some questions this week that the viewers have wrote in and want to know about. Best way to do a turkey or ham on an offset from Garrett Will on Facebook? Well, I would say the magic number is always going to be 250 to 275 degrees for smoking a ham or a turkey like that. And I prefer 275 to, to 300, honestly. I say 250, but it probably needs to be 275 to 300. Um, I feel like that on a stick burner – all you really need to do is keep the turkey spritz with a little bit of butter or maybe mop with some kind of butter every now and then or maybe even pan it up when it gets the color you want, you know, to finish cooking. The ham, you just want to kind of watch it. Most hams are already smoked anyway, so you're double smoking it, warming it back up to food-safe temp and kind of glazing it. But the offset, you know, I like using pecan wood or hickory wood to get a real good traditional taste, but it just kind of depends on what flavor you want. Yeah, I guess it is almost that time of year already. Uh, next one. What are some of the major differences between a barbecue cook at home versus doing a competition barbecue? From the prep to the cook to the number of adult beverages consumed. Calvin Baker on Facebook. All right. Well, that is a great question. I can tell you there is a totally... 90 degree difference in both of them because at a contest I'm trimming just about every little particular piece of silver skin off of a brisket or a butt or ribs. I'm really making sure they're good in uniform shape. Um, it's tr you know, 
I'm just really taking my time with that competition meat. I'm weighing it. Um, I know my cook times when I trim down to a certain weight, everything. When it's at home, I'm cutting a Boston butt out of the pack. I'm not trimming the fat cap off. I cook it totally different. I cook it fat side up most of the time so it don't stick to the grill. Um, you know, in contest, I cook it fat side down the butt because the way I expose the money muscle. Um, it's just a ton of little differences like that. And, of course, the, the adult beverages consumed, it is a lot more consumed at home than it is at the contest. The way I look at that whole scenario, I did not pay $1,500 to go let somebody watch me get intoxicated when I can do it for free at home. I would much rather uh, make sure I turn in contest-quality food and uh, and try to give it my all and win that contest uh, after spending that amount of money on competition barbecue. Yeah. It's not always been that way with me. No, either. it hasn't. <laughs> um, all right. What have been the lowest and highest points of your competition barbecue days? Wow, lowest and highest points of my competition barbecue days. I honestly have to 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 say You know, probably when the highest point would definitely have to be winning uh, two contests in the same day. So the two times that I've won the duels and, um, you know, won a grand in reserve on the third time for Virginia, those were definitely some of the highest days. Um, and probably outranking those would be our 2022 Memphis in May win. Walking that big stage, getting that first-place trophy, that was my first time to make finals and to win first place. Um uh, it's just a feeling I'll never forget. Uh, the lows of competition barbecue, going week in, week out, not winning a thing. Wondering why, what had changed, the judges. Um, you know, you just really got to be consistent. So I have really seen the lows and I've seen the highs. And uh, the lows, of course, are no fun. But if you work and do the right thing and stay off those adult beverages, you will never be in the lower end of it. The people that stay in the lower end is the people that don't want to put in the work for it. When I smoke protein, and in parentheses it says ribs, above 200, the reading goes down instead of up when I cook it longer. What's going on here? Well, I can tell you, if I'm reading this question right, at a lower smoke temp, your ribs are going to finish at a lower temp. So if you're cooking at 225 degrees, those ribs are gonna, probably going to be done around 190 to 195 to where if you're cooking over, you know, 275, 300 degrees, 250 even, that rib is gonna, not going to be done over 200 degrees. And so it just depends on the time and heat always take a toll. The, the, the lower you cook, the lower the finish tip is going to be. The higher you cook, the higher the finish temp is going to be. I hope that explains and answers that question. How would you go about cooking your smoked cheeseburger queso in the oven? Any changes in the cooking process? I can't say that I would. I would just basically on those quesos, you're mixing everything up after you brown your ground beef and throw it in a pan anyway. So putting it in a Dutch oven and throwing it in there on a disposable pan just I would let it go so long and then stir it up and let it go so long and keep stirring it up. It's just simple. All right, last one. Do you prefer to cook MBN or KCBS? Kind of depends on uh, what kind of week I'm having. <laughs> uh, 
Probably I do prefer MBN because you can go cook one category and win the whole contest. I do like cooking ribs. I can get away with cooking six or eight racks at an MBN contest only uh, and winning the contest if if the judges agree. With KCBS, you've got to cook brisket, chicken, ribs, and pork. Four turn-ins, which means it's four things to trim, four things to babysit, overnight cooks, uh, you know, everything else. So I would definitely have to say MBN for me in my older age. I'm not as uh, – I'm just not trying to burn up the circuit anymore. So if I'm gonna go cook, it's definitely just gonna be a rib only somewhere ninety nine percent of the time. That's all the questions. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed our little recap today of our Orlando, Florida trip and the Ace Hardware Trade Show and all the fine establishments that we visited and ate. Um you know, I appreciate you guys for tuning in and watching and following along every week. We'll see you next week on shooting the key. Thank you for tuning in to the Shooting the Cue podcast. If you have any comments or suggestions for future episodes, please feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels or through our website. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Leave us a review if you enjoyed the show. Until next time, keep shooting the cue.